Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, balance and relationship advisor, moving you beyond simply surviving the burnout of work and life and into a space of thriving in life, love, and business. You guys know we are in season 11. We are full throttle towards the end of the year and we are breaking all the damn boxes. We are not just thinking outside of boxes. We are breaking the boxes. So for all of you who are listening, get ready, hold on to your seats because I have been so super excited about this young lady who is not really that young, by the way, but this amazing young lady. Beth Lawrence to introduce to you. She runs a PR events and experiential marketing expertise boutique firm based right here in good old Philadelphia, right in my backyard. She has launched several brands and provided PR for so many ridiculously amazing, legit small business companies and chains right here on the East Coast. She is a wife, a human rights advocate, and 2017's LLC. LLS Women of the Year candidate, which is so exciting. Welcome, Beth, to the Balance Boldly Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Beth was introduced to me by a mutual friend, a mutual professional networking friend. And we met at like a, I think it was like, I think we met at the Pyramid Club the first time right here in Philadelphia. Um, we instantly connected and linked and we had such a good conversation that we decided to set up. I do these like lab days with people so that we can really make the best of our work-life balance, right? So we can do somewhere between two hours and four hours of, yeah, we're having a coffee meeting, but we're also working. Like we're in our lab day. We can, you know, just help each other, answer some questions, just do whatever and just make the best of it. And we had one right here. Where was it, Beth? Was it like at one shot? Um, coffee shop in northern liberties yeah i think it was the one shot cafe in northern liberties um yeah right in my backyard and we had a phenomenal time you had some incredible amazing things happen to you at in the midst of a crazy day right absolutely right <laughs> from you i got a really cool phone call for a new opportunity which was like so awesome because talk about the ebb and flow of yin and yang for the day like the morning started just wacky. And then it left. You were like, girl, I'm out of here. I just landed a major contract. Peace out. <laughs> I know it was crazy. It was like that period where I was in transition and wasn't sure what I was going to do next. And, and it came to me. So it was great. I thought it was phenomenal. And I mean, we were just talking about man, I like that day we were talking about manifesting and being positive in the midst of the chaos and the flow. And you were speaking and you were speaking life into it. And you literally got a phone call that was just like next level opportunity, which was phenomenal. Yeah, it was crazy. It catapulted my my business um, in a really amazing way. Yeah. So tell everybody a little bit more about this experiential marketing, because I know you are very serious. Like, I don't like to be called a life coach, even though life coaching is a part of the mix of what I do integrated as a balance and relationship advisor. I know you don't like to be called like an event planner. So <laughs> tell everybody about what you do. So I am an event producer or like project manager, I would say, because there's a lot of moving parts to an event. And a lot of people think that an event planner is really just, you know, pick the caterer, pick a DJ, pick a time and a place and it's good to go. But really, there's a lot more to it, especially now with mm -hmm. our increasingly digital world. You know, there's so many things that go into events, including creating experiences 
that will allow people to really immerse themselves in what's going on, whether it's continuing education, whether it's a branding event, or really just networking with one another. And so that's why I really talk about experiential design and experiential marketing. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because for you, it's about going further and not just putting on something that's aesthetically nice to look at and everything looks pretty, but no one's actually getting anything out of the pun intended, the experience, right? And I always, I say too, what I do is create connective experiences. Because I think it's important to connect, obviously, guests with one another at an event, connect the guests with the host of the event. um, And then in the marketing side, connecting brands with the larger community, with the media, and also with their customers. So I really think that every experience that I craft, I look at it as a connective experience. Like how can we connect all of these dots to make it something really memorable? Yeah, absolutely. To leave an impression for not only that moment, but a memory that people want to pull back in and hopefully come to something again that your stamp is on. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's perfect. So considering that you are a budding entrepreneur doing all these great things, uh, I know you are serious about your hiking, your mountain hiking with your husband and doing the various different trips and really taking that time as a wife. What is going on with you on a day-to-day basis when you feel like, you know what, I think I hit a window. Um, I'm kind of not really sure how to handle the burnout of the great things that are happening because we can get burnt out by good things too, right? Like there's just too many at one time. So how are you handling that, especially because I know your husband's an entrepreneur too, right? Yeah, so my husband works, um, he does have a job uh, at Del Frisco Center City here in Philadelphia, but he also owns um, a handyman business. So it's been very interesting since the beginning of our relationship, we've had to really balance that um, together because we have opposite schedules. So I do a couple of things to just make sure that I always focus on our relationship together um, when we are together. Yeah. typically don't schedule anything because he's off Wednesday nights and then Sundays are our day together. Mm -hmm. So we have those um, structured in, but we've also done things lately, like, you know, even just going out to lunch together or taking the dog for a walk together during the day, just to really connect and put our phones away and, and be present with one another. Because as you said, I mean, especially when you work from home, you could Mm -hmm. literally work from the time you get up until the time you go to bed. So if you feel that burnout coming on, I, I, I turned to him, um, and I also, I have been journaling lately, um, mm-hmm. and, medita- and meditating, and that's been really helping me. I do it every morning, but I also find days where I have to take a break and do another guided meditation, maybe 10 or 15 minutes during the day, just to kind of refocus myself. No, that's a good point. Uh, well, you made a c- couple of good points, but one of them is taking a break from your normal routine and ritual to just kind of freshen things up and shake the boat a little bit. Why do you feel like you need to not journal one morning and instead do a guided meditation or something different like do you feel like you get stagnant or you know yourself and you know if you stick if you stick yourself into a ritualistic box so to speak even though we all know rituals are really good and routines are really great but do you find like because of your personality you're like I know that if I do this for more than 30 days straight without shaking it up that I'm just I'm not going to be intentional about the journey. I'm going to put down crap that isn't really helping. You know what I mean? Like, why do you think you're you're shaking it up for yourself? I've always been really um, I'm a person that goes with my intuition and my gut. So, you know, if I wake up one day and um, I wasn't planning on working out in the morning, but I really feel like I want to go for a run, mm-hmm. I do it because I know that I'm being called to do it for a reason, whether it's even if it's 20 minutes of just listening to music and going outside. I know that that's what I'm called to do for that day. And that might mean, you know, that I skip my journaling in the morning or that I skip my meditation or even sometimes, you know, 
I will schedule a networking event that I want to go to. But that day, if I'm not feeling in that space of meeting people and being genuine and being open, mm-hmm. I don't do it. I have to listen to my body. And it's taken a while for me to do that. I, I've always been that person that sort of fills my schedule, but I'm being more intentional now about being present in the moment and saying like, what do you need right now? As opposed to what do you do every day that, you know, what, what is your ritual? Like you said, mm-hmm. no, I think that's, that's pretty powerful. And it, you, you're, you're making me want to go in two different directions, right? So before we started, and I say this in a good way, before we started actually pushing record on our, our conversation that just happens to be recorded on air right now, we were talking about how I professionally stalk you on Instagram and she had, Beth has a great Instagram, by the way, which I know she'll give you the, the handle for later. Um, and in one of your posts, it was some, somewhere in October. I feel like it was a couple days before my, my eldest birthday at the end of October. Uh, you and your business partner were in this like glass box booth thing. I don't know what it was, right? Um, and you said, well, your partner, I think said, and you kind of reposted it cause it was magical. It's something to the, the framing of in a glass box of emotions, like what was going on that day when you did that? And I, I paired that with what you just said about just understanding what you need and listening to your body and being present, uh, so that you don't feel trapped by things. So that's where I'm pairing it to, but go ahead. Yeah. So it was at a, actually at a trade show that we'd gone to together for the meeting planning industry. And it was a phenomenal photo booth that we stepped in. It was all mirrors and glass. And it was just a really impactful shot. And we had been talking about launching a business together for about five years. And we just kind of put, planted the seeds to start doing it. And this is a secondary business. So I have my business. She has her business with her other business partner. And then we have a business together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a lot going on at the time. And I think that, we, I think that it just encompassed a lot of things that were happening. Being at that event together, we had never been at the event together before. Really looking at our future and looking at all the goals that we set when we first met five years ago coming to life. It was just a really cool, um, I think it was I, honestly quoting a movie or something, but it really <laughs> funny that you noticed that because I think it did really apply to what was going on at the time, even if we may not have intended it to when we posted it. It's so funny. Well, you know, I read between the lines on like everything. <laughs> my um, my best friend's brother, who I call, um, excuse me, my best friend's husband, who I call my brother, uh, his name is Corey, and he's always calling me clinical. Like that's his nickname for everything. He was like, you so damn clinical. Like turn it off. Because <laughs> I, I read through everything. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a little special. Um, I've swallowed that a long time ago. Uh, but, and it, I thought it was apropos because, you know, the season theme about breaking boxes and you were talking about being in this, this glass box of emotions and as women in business, especially as entrepreneurs, and I, I apply it to our entrepreneurial spirits that exist as leaders in corporations and owners of micro businesses and, you know, silos within other companies. And I, so I apply it across the board when I say ambitious women in business, but I think we're constantly trying to break this box of emotions that envelop us, not just when we're upset, but when we're excited too, because we want to stay focused and and keep charging um, forward. And I know that you have that experience because you're going from like what you do as someone who has this PR events and experiential marketing expertise, you're constantly helping other business owners, regardless of the, the size of their individual boutiques or franchises, 
create these magical moments. So your energy is like super high. You're always in flow. But when you ebb, like when you're coming down because you did all this great stuff, but somebody didn't pay their invoice or someone, you know, or someone's messing up on a contract or you came home off of this magical high and then you and your husband got into a little tizzy over, you know, whatever. Somebody squeezed a toothpaste from the middle, like whatever, whatever it was. How, how are you, you dealing with your own, you know, literally pun intended, your glass box of emotions that you're trying to keep yourself from being smothered by? Oh man, it's really, it's been a struggle, like a day-to-day thing that I have really still working on. You know, I'm a very um, passionate person. Mm -hmm. I always have been in career and and otherwise. And I think I'm really working right now on um, framing those, really trying to frame the conversations in a learning way as opposed Mm -hmm. to you know, I think I always want to be the best at everything right away. And it's tough for me when I attempt to do something or attempt to have a conversation and I'm not heard or, you know, do the best, like you said, and then there's a miscommunication with billing or something like that. So I'm really trying to come at things from a place of value and also a place of learning where, you know, I know what I'm worth as an entrepreneur. I know what I bring to the table, but I also know that there are some conversations that it's just a misunderstanding and you have to just find a way to get that common ground. I just had a conversation with a client that was, you know, it's funny because I sound calm sometimes, but I have like the flutter in my heart, but you sort of have to, you know, drill down and and really be calm in what you're saying. And we were saying the same things. We were just saying it in two different ways. And finally, I just calmly stopped and said, Hey, I think we're just miscommunicating here. So let's just, you know, what, what's your point of view and what's my point of view. And, And we, we got it done. But I think it really, for me, I have to really focus on the way that I speak, the things that I say, um, and just, just, you know, in the moment, how I'm feeling again, because sometimes, you know, if I've had too much caffeine or something like, you know, things come off in different ways that you don't want them to. So it really is always been a day to day work for me to try to really control my emotions and also to look at things more pragmatically. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. You're basically saying shift your perspective, right? Like be mindful that the person may not be attacking you. They just may be communicating in a way that you can't receive it. So you may have to both realign and right. say like, look, let, let's say this again. Let's just say this a little differently. And I, I have very big eyes um, and people always <laughs> talk. And I think sometimes um, like even in emails, people will say, well, I'm not, you know, they'll kind of clarify themselves and say, well, I'm not, you know, trying to say anything against you. And, and I have to sort of say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not offended by it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's even in conversation sometimes. And, you know, with text, technology and emails and stuff, just the way that things can come off. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to pick up the phone and, and make a call and really speak to someone in order to get your point across. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there. And you're, you're making a lot of points that we could definitely drill down to, into, but we won't because we want to have you back on the show. Um, <laughs> so I have to ask you before we wrap up, you know, with, with your two businesses, your hubby, who's an entrepreneur. So there's energy supporting him and, and being a wife and taking care of your body so that you can have all the energy that, you know, needs to be available for all the great things that you're doing. And in addition to your human rights advocacy and all the many hats that you wear, how do you give yourself permission to pause? This may sound crazy, but I actually pencil it in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, when I look at my week, I pencil in whether it's workouts, I take a booty yoga class, um, or <laughs> even just a day in the week where it says like free day mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, actually schedule that time. And sometimes obviously, you know, things run over and maybe I don't get an hour, I get 15 minutes, but at least I have something blocked off that's time for me and I can do what I want to do in that moment and I don't have to get up, get changed, go anywhere, do anything but what I want to do in that moment. Yeah, no, perfect. I do the same thing. I am definitely a scheduler. I schedule on my calendar, even driving time. Like I try not to drive too much because I, I, you know, I know you live pretty close to the city too. And I live in the city, so I can usually catch a train or whatever. And I can use that time if I'm on a train or plane to read and catch up on audiobooks and that kind of thing. But if I have to drive, I put drive time on my schedule so I can make sure that I'm not forgetting about that and and have the actual permission to pause time that I need for my own self-care or else it won't get done because I'll throw five other things that I'd love to do, by the way, but I'll, I'll throw 5,000 other things that aren't about refueling um, on my schedule. So I, I totally agree with you with pencil it in if that's what it takes. If you're that person that knows, if you don't write it down and make it plain, nobody's coming along to confirm that you need this for yourself except for you. Exactly. That's perfect. So how can people get in contact with you, Beth? Like, how can they reach you, follow up for for business, to stalk you on IG? Like, how can they reach you? So I have two um, Instagrams that I think would be good to follow. The one is at The Industry Formula. That's my newest business. And then my personal, my um, event planning business is underscore Beth underscore Lawrence LLC. And that you can see all of my day-to-day and, you know, the events that I'm planning and things I'm doing around the city and beyond. No, that is perfect. I have to thank you so much for carving out time. I know you're in the office in the city today and you are between several meetings and a bunch of other stuff that has to be taken care of. So thank you for being available, being open, being honest, and pouring into every single person that's tuned in today or tomorrow. Thanks so much for having me. It was great. You're fantastic. Stay right there, Beth. We'll be right back. Balance Boldly listeners, as always, I'm so excited that you were tuned in with us. I hope that you grabbed all those great nuggets that Beth Lawrence brought to us today, um, not just as a PR events and experiential marketing expert, but as a woman, as a human, as somebody who's ambitious and beasting out like she is doing her thing with two businesses. And we're really grateful that she was able to make time to just share all that good stuff with us. So as normal, as usual, you know how I feel. If you liked what you hear or what you heard, actually, on Balance Boldly show, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and share and help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to all these valuable life, love, and business balance tools that we're bringing every single week within our seasons. Remember, this is season 11 on Breaking Boxes. We're so excited about this. As we wrap up the end of 2018 and move into 2019, no matter what month or what day you're hearing this, this episode applies because we are breaking that emotional glass and making sure that you are not stuck and being smothered. As usual, you guys can connect with me, Nikita Thigpen. I'm at Balance Boldly on everything. And my favorite place to play is IG. You guys who have been listening know that my husband hates when I say that, but I say it anyway, partially to get under his skin. Now go create your balance, create your joy, but remember to do it boldly. Thank you for listening.